Welcome, baseball fans. It's time for the Running the Bases podcast. I'm Tucker Wells, joined as always by Coach Jordan Bounds. We're on to part two of our hot stove tour uh, of the major leagues. So we will be uh, going in depth on the AL Central and the AL West. We did CBA talk, Bud Selig, and the AL East uh, yesterday. Um, I saw this today uh, out of the box here um, that the Writers Association is going to make Hall of Fame ballots public starting in 2018. Yes. Uh, uh, how good is that? You see who didn't vote. We could have seen who didn't vote for Maddox or some of these other people who didn't vote for Griffey last year. Right. Do you think it's kind of interesting timing that it'll be, I think, the year of Chipper? And not yet Jeter, but they do it right before Jeter. So yeah. doesn't that kind of guarantee that Jeter will be 100%? Or they'll still be that one Boston writer who... <laughs> there, there you go. And he may get credit for it. Yeah. But good for them. I, I mean, it, they... they oh, it, it should have been done some time ago. Yeah. Agreed. And it'll put more pressure to have, you know, legit voters uh, casting ballots, I think. Correct. So, so that's a good thing. All right, well, let's uh, let's dive right in. Uh, the American League Central, going from bottom to top, but just looking at the overall picture, this to me is like the inverse of the AL East. You have one team that's, you know, reigning AL champion was within, you know, a decent hit of winning the World Series um, in the Cleveland Indians. All the other teams, the other four, seem to be in a rebuilding mode. Do you kind of look at it the same way? No, I don't think the Royals okay. are in a rebuilding mode. Right, they're 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 in a holding on. Give us one more shot, you know. Right, that's a good point. By the way, props to a website that I just discovered, and I can't believe I've only just discovered it. But rosterresource.com. Anything you need to know about baseball, hockey, NFL, NBA uh, of rosters and organizations, who they have under contract, go to rosterresource.com. So with that said, starting at the bottom, the Minnesota Twins, uh, worst record in baseball, only 59 wins. And the big news is that they're looking to trade Dozier. Dozier says he wants to stay in Minnesota. He even said that at the winter meetings. Um, Everybody you, always says they want to stay in the town they're in. You know, you can't, true. can't do that with, have your fans a little bit at your back. Right. This is a good point. But they did. he did say it in a very public way, not just right. through a, he, he did. an agent or something like that. So do you think he's moved? Yes. And to where? Uh, the Dodgers. The Dodgers. Mm -hmm. Interesting. To uh, to compliment uh, Mr. Seeger. That's good. That would be a, a formidable up the middle. I think they'll let Utley go. He'll go end up with the Angels. That sort of thing. Yeah. Um, interesting about... The Royals, um, they have almost $100 million already committed in payroll to 2017, of which a fourth of that is Mr. Joe Maurer. Is he the greatest albatross contract of all time, considering that it's the Twins we're talking about? Yeah, you said the Royals there. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I meant to say the Twins. My apologies. The, uh, it's, and that's another one of those unfortunate things where they had to do that. I mean, it's a Joey Votto type thing, too. You know? Yeah. But so between Votto and Maurer, you think it's a toss-up for? Oh no! Well, Votto still puts up good numbers, but he's broken all the time. So yeah, um, with the uh, Twins, they had that surprising run in 2015. They were in contention, and then of course last year, just the bottom fell out. So um, you know, looking forward to the the massive summer of 20 or the free agency of 2019 when. 
you know, Harper's available at all. Um, do the twins just hold out until then? Do they, do they just throw up the flag early and say, we're got to let these contracts come off the books before we start oh, yes, being they, a contender? They've, they've got to have, a, they, uh, I mean, they got to prepare for that day, you know, they, uh, right. but they're not, they do have to have these contracts come off. Yeah. And, and they have he, several of them. Right. And so beyond Dozier, is there any other movable piece? Could they possibly move an Irvin Santana? They would love to move an Irvin Santana. Right. Not seeming too possible. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, uh, and Irvin Santana wishes he didn't sign the the deal he did when he did. Right. You know, but there again, he, they probably gave him the most. And <laughs> right. that old adage, I love Minnesota. <laughs> right. Can't wait to get there. Um, Said Zach Grinky. <laughs> right. Um, so will the, do you see the twins ever making, uh, a Maurer type sign ever again? A small market team gets burned like this. There seems to be a well, massive was, lingering a, effect. It was a unique situation. He was, you know, their homegrown hero. He was, you know, uh, he was their Al Kaline. He was their Hank Aaron. He was their everything. I mean, and teams have made, uh, decisions to overpay the homegrown face of the franchise many times in the past right and not entirely his fault i mean it's just beset no, by no. injuries and those things right, yeah. right all right well jumping up to uh they finished fourth in the, the the al central the very fascinating chicago white Sox. obviously there's the chris sale thing but is it a full-on uh fire sale no pun intended uh i think chris sale will be moved to the nationals today Today, uh, yeah. today, and I mean, it seems that way. Uh, and I think after that, we're going to see the fire sale for Abreu and Frazier and Cabrera and Robertson. I think all of those people yeah. are likely to go. Anybody with that kind of contract, they want to get rid of. For the last two seasons, you and I have projected I high. What it, shouldn't they be good? Who's to blame for this? Brian Kenny. <laughs> Any chance you get to blame Brian Kenny, you're going to take it. Well, I mean, being convinced that there's no such thing as team chemistry, uh, they had a lot of very good, solid ball players. They have a lot of ball players that didn't play very well together. Right. And I, I don't think that's the manager's fault. No. Uh, I think there was just something wrong. I mean, I. Any pitching staff that starts off with Sale and Quintana should be a good team. And I'll throw out that uh, Rodon uh, yeah, right, number right. as the number three. You, you look, you look up and down. I mean, they had a solid closer, if not you know close to elite, and Robertson. Right. Um, power from places like Abreu and Milky, <laughs> questionable Cabrera. Yeah, right. I don't know what contributes to that well, power. Frazier. And yeah, they brought in Frazier, defense in uh, Eaton out in center, right. promoted Anderson from, yeah, it, it's what an enigma and what a shame because how great would it be to have two contenders in the Windy City? Right. But they're also, the Cubs have taken the city so much by storm now, they have right. to do something. Oh, yeah. They did. I mean, it's not that long ago in I right. guess, baseball speak that they won that title. Right. So. Um, that being said, I, I can't remember if they've hired a new manager, but who who would you put in as the uh, David like, Ross? David. <laughs> well, that's the best manager, but likely to go to the White Sox. 
Oh, I really I haven't been looking at managers. Well, I understand. Okay. Shouldn't they make a, a like a Joey Cora type, like a minority? Well, they already have. You know, I sure. mean, they're they're one of the original uh, right. owners, and they have a black GM. I mean, so they've shown as much diversity as any organization. Well, it's not a criticism I'm giving yeah. them. It's just that they need to continue with that mindset or never or or not just the best manager yeah i just get the best manager out (laughs) there okay um good point and yeah credit to reinsdorf the owner he has spent some money oh yeah yeah. so um and then uh yeah i just one quick (laughs) one quick note the uh the gm for the (laughs) the white Sox. i'm blanking on his name right now sorry to that guy uh, well, Williams is up to president. Oh, now. Okay. They have right. a different well, that's who, GM that's now. who I was thinking. Of. Uh, yeah, yeah, but the GM was on MLB tonight, and they were talking about sale and if they had concerns about sales, you know, mechanics, and that's why they're moving them. And he said, "No, I mean, did you see what he did in our uniform?" And to which I think, <laughs> "Did you see what he did to <laughs> you, the you. <laughs> to the uniform?" Uh, you know, I wonder if this is <laughs> something to do with the Under Armour thing. He's got; they've got to have yeah. Sale be the one that's out uh, yeah. pitching. Yeah. All right. So uh, right in the middle, uh, in all in all senses, is uh, the Kansas City Royals finished third with an even eighty one and eighty one. Um, so we we kind of talked about them at the open. Um, they have about seven free agents or eight, uh, as I'm looking at roster resource uh, in 2018. So you think roll it up the mountain one more time? I they they they're going to move a couple of people. Uh, right. They're probably going to move Wade Davis. Uh, I think he's going to go to the Cubs. Um, and I think uh, they want to get Solar in exchange uh, for Davis. Uh, that seems to be uh, what's in line. Um, the Cardinals uh, appear to be looking or kicking the tires on Dyson. Dyson's got some interest from a couple of people. Um the uh, great great arm on Dyson, one yeah, of the best, right. and he's he flies around the base pads. Right, and I, I think they uh, the Cardinals looking to get more athletic uh, seems to be they're looking for a center fielder. I think uh, there's a possibility that Duffy could end up with the Astros. Uh, the Astros have got to go out and get some arms. They've you know they've sure, uh, and uh, so I mean they uh, I they would be willing to trade Escobar, Moose, Kennedy, uh, Ventura. Uh, I think any of those people. Uh, I think they are going to try and keep Hosmer. It looks like they're going to, uh, even though he's a Boris agent, try to sign him as their Joe Mauer. Well, their Joe Mauer they kind of signed last year with Alex Gordon, right? You know, and here's a guy who's owed sixteen million, and then it's going up to twenty million, and then. They've got an option in 2020 on him when his contract, you know, runs out. Um, that's so, not that long term, though. That's not that long term. So you're looking at Hosmer and thinking that he's going to get one of those six, seven, eight yes, year deals. Yes. Well, he's definitely he's a Boris agent too, you know. Right, and you know, the with Strasburg having signed an extension early with the Nationals, right. that kind of changes the game, the outlook on Boris uh, clients. But there was with Strasburg though, he needed the security with having had the arm trouble and all of this sort of thing. Uh, I think it's a, a different situation. So, do you see um, in all these potential trades, like for Davis and Lorenzo Cain and Dyson, that they're looking strictly for major league ready? Oh, uh, I. Well, I mean, like I think Solar 
uh, I think is right. major league ready. He didn't play that much for the Cubs, but uh, they uh, they want somebody that's on the cusp like that. Sure, but I don't think star- they're looking to put people in their single A, right? Or maybe a combination. Certainly, and it, you know, starting pitching for them, right? Because you've right. got Ventura, and then you've got Chris Young, and after that, Joaquin Soria. Do we think yeah. he'll have a comeback here? Oh no! I mean, they're going to get whatever they can. They they have needs all over the place uh, because of potential losses in the future. They they've got a, a big juggling act. It will be hard for them to amass this kind of talent at one time again. Right. If they're a couple of games or more under 500 uh, around the All-Star break, they are going to be the most coveted prom date. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> the truth. That's of the truth. rest of the major leagues. Um, all right. Well, moving on to uh, a team similar to the to the to the White Sox, but even more fascinating, as we said at the open, the Detroit Tigers. Now they were 86 and 75, much to my uh, positive uh, prediction. Um, they were in it till the last day of the season, uh, which we saw them falter there uh, at the last day of Turner Field. So they have to get younger. You heard it here first. Verlander's stock is up. Do you think they're actually going to be able to move him? Uh, by the way, you know, Verlander's going to pitch in the World Baseball Classic, too. He's Which is on, great. Well, yeah, I know it is. Love the yeah. amount of players that are committing oh, I, to I, the... I, I do, yeah. too. I do, too. Kershaw, him, the... Uh, uh, but, you got... Uh, what is it? Um, you got... Uh, uh, Russell Martin's committing right. to Canada. I mean, Andrelton Simmons is now going to commit yeah. again. So, yeah. yeah. Looking forward to that. Um, the uh, the Tigers... Uh, I, Verlander is going to be tough to move. His stock is up, but, I mean, he's got a contract that is, you know, you're going to pay... How, how many more innings do you think he has? Well, I mean, he's 34, 35. I, I don't care about know. his age. How many innings does that arm have left? That arm. I'm going to has... put the over under at 750. All right, so and I'll take the over. That's three years, <laughs> right? Uh, and but if you're the Houston Astros who came out as the the first rumor to be interested in Verlander, right. those three years are what you're looking for right now. All right, but you're going to be paying for how many more years? Well, good point. But they they <laughs> seem to be suddenly cash flush so well because they had some all of their talent was such young talent you know under True. control and stuff because they weren't signing people like verlander is why they were uh so cash flush you know <laughs> right. uh, uh the I, you know it's it's possible yes i mean and verlander would be a major addition to any team that he goes to but he comes at a tremendous cost, right? Twenty-eight million per going into for the next three years. But you know, there's your three years. Is it just three years? Well, then there's a a, a vesting option for 2020 at the at the bargain basement price of twenty-two million dollars. But well, three years. Okay, all right. Uh, th- that makes if you take thought... the over, which yeah. I am, but maybe you don't think so. Maybe you think two years. I I. Uh... I think two more good years would be admirable. I mean, he's had a great career, but he's 
a pitcher that has thrown a lot of hard, stressful innings. You know, a lot of them. How you're sitting there looking at his thing? How many innings has he thrown in his career? Oh, I'd have to. I have to switch. Uh, take an extra second to look that up, but I will. <laughs> I'll take. I'll check it out here real quick. But uh, um, well, let's let's talk about the other albatross there, Miguel Cabrera. Now, here's my dark horse trade for Miggy. All right. Boston Red Sox. I mentioned it on the part one of our of our of our saga here. They could get Hanley Ramirez in return. Take that personality, that volatile personality away from Boston. I know he was good last year, but Big Poppy's not around. So they take Ramirez. There's your first baseman. And Ramirez, they're only paying for another two two years, I think it is, as opposed to <laughs> until the middle part of twenty the 2020s. <laughs> We'll go through two more election cycles before Miggy Cabrera, his current contract is up. I just don't see him getting moved. Right. I just don't see it. <laughs> that kind of uh, ends that debate. The uh, I tell you, I do think J.D. Uh, Martinez will go. I think uh, the Giants have shown a lot of interest in him, but they pretty much shut the checkbook yesterday when uh, right. signing Millicent. And so I don't. Melanson. Uh, Melanson, yeah. Um, the, uh, I remember it, his name, like Milan. Uh, I know it's M-E-L-A-N, but, uh, but I, <laughs> and I, so I always say Melanson. Uh, okay. No. But for what it's worth. Uh, <laughs> what is the, that worth? No, not much. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, I think they'll, they have a couple of, ironically, uh, relief pitchers that they'll probably move Wilson and uh, Green are likely to be moved it seems like that's just everybody's wants 10 relievers now yeah uh, well you, Julia actually our, our good friend of the running the bases who lives in Oregon brought this up on Facebook about starting pitching period I mean where is it going and and specifically you know are we going to have to change up the stats about pitching, how, uh, starting pitching, how we're measuring it? No, I think they already have. Uh, yeah, I but I mean, like specifically, like you have to get to six innings to qualify for a win and not just five. Um, because if you're targeting like half the workload of the pitchers, you know, working that day, do you really deserve the win? I don't think the win is a significant stat anymore. Yeah, that's uh, unofficially. Yeah. So I, there's no, well, there's no reason to change that. Uh, you know, who cares? Uh, yeah. The uh, I think uh, a a better stat, if you wanted the win, would be to have uh, team wins when you're the starting pitcher. That's a good point. How many, you know, how many times does your team win? Uh, Glavin used to always uh, look at it that way. The uh, and we like Glavin. Yeah. So. Well, now, doesn't this stand diametrically opposed to what the John Smoltzes of the world are championing about young, you know, young athletes, young pitchers coming up through high school and all these things that, you know, if if you're looking at the major leagues and it's like, OK, throw as hard as you can for five innings. And that's what a starter is right now. It's just the Tommy John epidemic multiplied. Uh, yeah, oh, I, I agree. I uh I've never been a proponent of having everybody just go full blown um, 
throw as hard as you can every pitch. Uh, the uh, but it, that's the thing is like if we keep going into this reliever, yeah, right, right. I, under, reliever I understand. Have, yeah. I understand that. I think uh, baseball is always cyclical that way, and I do think uh, there is this major emphasis on power arms right now. But I think that will change some. I mean, if you the first reliever to go into the Hall of Fame was a knuckleball pitcher, uh, the uh, and the uh, and then you know, Suter is a split finger, you know, pitcher. There are only five in there. Uh, <laughs> the uh, so I I I just I I think that I I agree with John Smoltz a hundred percent. As do I. Uh, but I think it, things will change somewhat. Well, by the way, about Verlander, uh, 2,339 innings for okay. his career, which has spanned uh, 12 years. And here, this is just because this is fun. Uh, starting in 2006, uh, his rookie of the year, uh, 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 whatever I'm trying to campaign. say. Campaign, thank you. Um I'm just going to read the innings year by year, starting from 2006. 186, 201, 201, 240, 224, 251 in the Cy Young MVP year, 238, 218, 206, uh, 133 uh, in an injury year, and then 227 last year. That's impressive. Oh, yeah. Uh, there, He's had a great career. Three more years. We're just asking for three more years. Um and then, he could get moved. I mean, yeah, he could. I, I, I don't think uh, Cabrera will be. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. But if there was a place for Cabrera to move, I think it's Boston. There's, there is a chance for because that because they have the money. They have the money, and they have enough pieces that they could exchange and, oh, yeah. and and make it worthwhile. And then Boston is the king of you know with Big Poppy. We have a dedicated DH. We don't care if he can play right. another position. But then again, I'm I'm suggesting he's going to replace Hanley at first base. Right, so, right, yeah. all right. So now, moving right along, the Cleveland Indians. Not to reverse jinx the Indians, but isn't the division theirs to lose for 2017? Uh, seems that way. Seems that way. Yeah, I mean, uh, I can't I can't see any of these other teams making a big push at him. Yeah, and and for the Indians. They're going to get back uh, Brantley. What do you feel about Brantley at this point? Um, I hope he's able to come back and, and play as well as he did. He was one of the young, exciting stars of the game. And uh, he's been out a long time. Yeah. Well, do you think there's – I mean, could he return to 90% of – what he what he what he displayed in his first couple of years eighty percent. I, I will just have to wait and see. I certainly hope so. I hope so as well. But you take okay. So take into consideration himself. You got Salazar and you got Carrasco coming back. That's they're your additions. You you look at what they're looking for at the winter meetings. You know, and they're looking for another left-handed reliever, a Boone Logan type, Mike Dunn type. That's just window dress. That's just like a little. I mean, they don't really have any big needs, you know? right? Yeah, uh, particularly if Brantley does come back, right? I mean, I think you roll it out, you know, with Tito at the helm. You just roll oh, it out, yeah. same team, and then add a piece or two at the deadline if you need it. Um, so, 
kind of some final thoughts on the AL Central. Well, I one of the thought uh, the Indians have checked in on Double E. I, they don't have the money to do it, uh, right? But that could be actually he could end up with the Orioles because uh, the Orioles always make those kind of moves in January and February where they get the Nelson Cruises who have overplayed their hands, right? Uh, so. Uh, but the, I mean, I, I'm suggesting that uh, in a February type deal, Double E has it signed. They he might do one of those one year, uh, or the kind of deal that Cespedes Scott, where it was a three year deal, but he could opt out after one. Uh, and in that case, the Indians would be in on something like that. Yeah, yeah, and I mean they've got you know, very reasonable payroll figures coming into uh, coming into the next year. Don't know if they're still paying for the uh, Michael Bournes and uh, Nick Swishers of the world. But right. um, I'll give you a final thought here, though, about, and, you know, you said the uh, the Royals are going to are going to make they're, one more. They push. still are. Yeah, I think they will. Um, considering uh, I believe it's the Indians and then everybody else. I, well, I do, too. I, I mean, I right. think the Royals are going to make a play, but they only won. <laughs> 81 games last year but those other four teams are going to be beating up on each other right so if you know one of them and we're thinking it's the royals you know puts out a formidable team Mm -hmm. there seem to be right in line for a wild card because the rest of the division is so weak a la the nl east last year all right that may be part of the royals thinking uh yeah you know and they got certainly a very smart uh general manager there and a uh a manager and a manager <laughs> and they do have a manager who shall remain uh uncomplimented all right moving right along the american league west um you know we got houston that seems to be all in and texas that's right there what, what do you make of the division just as you look at it right now we were talking about yesterday about uh divisions that have two tough teams uh that's true the astros go out and get a top line pitcher and look out. Yeah. Well, it's starting at the bottom. We started at the bottom and now we're here. Uh, the Oakland Athletics, uh, 69 and 93, good for last place. <laughs> um, Sonny Gray, is it a All foregone right. conclusion at this point? Here is my thought that new president, uh, what's his name? Caval, Caval, uh, Dave Caval, something like that. Uh, he is trying desperately to get a stadium, a new stadium. This yes. is, I mean, this is his mandate, uh, as it should have been forever. Uh, <laughs> in order to do that, in order to change the appearance of the A's, they can't be trade uh, our stars for a bunch of prospects. That's same old business. And while I think they're willing to trade Sonny Gray, they're trading him on after his worst season, so they're not going to get as much. Right. Uh, and uh, I think that this would be a very discouraging, as so many of the moves that Bean has made uh, have been discouraging to A's fans. And I'm not saying he, you know, he may have had to have made them. I don't see why you had to have traded Josh Donaldson. Uh, but uh, in that case, they may be holding on to Gray. We know that the Braves were kicking the tires and – uh, they came away immediately saying price too high, right? Uh, and uh, that doesn't mean that it, you know a week from now they're not trade partners. I do think that the 
the A's have traditionally been uh, uh, historic trading uh, partners with the Royals, that they have uh, traded back and forth forever. And the A's are in dire need of a center fielder. Uh, does this mean that Dyson goes there or Kane goes there? Uh, it could also mean that Yasiel Puig will go there uh, as mm, the Dodgers go. are trying to, you know, and that that might be the type of player that the A's would go after. Yeah, you know, a, a relaxed atmosphere <laughs> to say the least. Yeah. You know, he can make all the goofball plays he wants to in <laughs> Oakland. They'll applaud him for that. Exactly. You know, defense is not emphasized and hasn't been for a while. That's what I'm saying. It would be a uh, kind of place that would take a Puig on. That's true. Um, yeah. I mean, really, for them, it's all about a stadium and has yeah. been for forever. Right. Um, they look to be in the bottom of the payroll. I mean, again, is the salary floor necessary? I mean, are they the poster child for why we should have a salary floor? Um well, and and finally, do they owe a winner to their fans at this? I mean, they were right there in 2014. And we saw how that played out with, you know, making one trade too many for the brass ring. Um, yeah, I. Do they owe it to their fans? Uh, I I don't think it works that way. I don't know that they have the money. Right. You know. Uh, so. But they are getting money from oh, yeah. other teams. Right. Here's an interesting thought about the luxury tax. Should they have to uh, designate what that tax money goes to? Oh, I, I definitely think so. Yeah. Uh, interesting that, that that doesn't come up in the CBA. Yeah, well, owners. <laughs> Hashtag owners. <laughs> um, right above the uh, Oakland A's with only five more wins, which is significant considering how much more they're paying for their team. Uh, is the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim of Los Angeles. Um, they have no farm system. <laughs> they need starting pitching. They traded the Braves most of their starting pitching right. a couple years ago, um, but we do miss Simba. Uh, what What do they do? What does this team do? Oh, goodness knows. I mean, uh, the only pl- they, they got Mike Trout. That's it. You yep. know, I mean, so do they trade Mike Trout or not? That's the only question. They've got Jack Parkman. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I mean, you look at the the moves that they've made uh, this winter. I mean, they've gotten Brooks Pounders, you know, and Justin <laughs> Miller and John Lamb and Tony Sanchez. and Cameron Maven, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. We uh, like Cameron Maven. Yeah, but it, these are not significant. I mean, the most significant news from the Angels is uh, what's his name uh, getting foot surgery. Uh, uh, Pujols. Pujols. Yeah. You know, I gosh, I don't know what to think of them. And that they used to be such a good organization. Oh yeah, you know, one of the best. I mean, where would you have fixed? Do you think that I mean, there was reported for a minute that Artie Moreno wanted out of ownership. So do you think it's possible that he tried to overload the team with big names? Oh, well, they've done that for some time. I yeah. mean, but they've, you know, they that goes back to Gene Autry, you know, who was buying all the free agents. By the way, Bobby Gritch should be in the Hall of Fame. Bobby Gritch. Yes. Explain. Uh, maybe the best defensive second baseman this side of Bill Mazeroski, he and Alomar, you know, uh, a real good hitting thing. He just, uh, he doesn't have a fan base that pulls for him because he played, you know, for different teams. Right. 
Yeah. yeah. All right. We, you can start that campaign. We'll get a Kickstarter going and everything. Um, here is an interesting fact about um, the uh, Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. This year's projected payroll stands at close to 150 million, but going into 2018, that drops to 73. It's like practically more than half of their uh, position players are free agents. They will still be paying for Trout. They will, of course, be paying for Pujols into the next millennia, um, and then they'll have Simba under control. So, I mean, a wait and see. Do you think that they become contenders uh, within a couple of years again? I think it's possible, but I also think you started all this off. They have no farm system. Yep. I mean, you know, and <laughs> that's just, a problem. Uh, you can't go out and just buy a, a pennant. Yep. And the Angels have tried to do that before. Yep. As recently as uh, 2012 and 2013 and 14. Um, and then their pitching issues, though. Garrett Richards, if he comes back strong, that with a Cole Calhoun, I mean, is it possible that they stitch together a competitive starting staff? You know, you go back. I don't ever. The Angels have had in their history uh, some strong starting pitchers, uh, you know, uh, Langston, and you know people of that nature. But they don't have a history of uh developing pitchers uh right. it seems like as an organization they have done something wrong in terms of right. uh their have they pitchers. ever had a Cy Young winner to my knowledge no i don't think so that would seem significant yeah considering how many years the, I, know, I still the think success they've had. i still think their biggest problem is they can't decide on a name <laughs> i mean yeah that's true they can't decide where they exist right um, so a, a quick, uh, I'm fascinated as to what you think about, uh, Mike Trout's next contract. So, uh, when he becomes a free agent again in, in 2021, uh, or after the 2020 season, he'll be 30. Uh, what do you think he gets at 30 years, 30 years old? I mean, all the talk right now is how that's downside for everybody you can't yeah. you know pool host got a 10-year 11 grillion dollar contract at right just just north right. of 30 so but we're talking about possibly the greatest players since mickey mantle so but pool host was the best hitter since ted williams when he uh got that contract but only in st oh, louis no, in bonds <laughs> right yeah uh the uh i well, he was the best hitter St. Louis had since Stan Musial. And, yeah, uh, but interesting how he achieved such lofty heights. Yeah, right, uh, but I, uh, I think Trout will. It, I mean, so no, I, I can't even make that kind of guess right now. We're, that's four years away. Yeah, uh, so I mean, a lot can happen. Yeah, that's true. I think he signs for ten years, uh, seven hundred and fifty million dollars. <laughs> at age 30 there you heard it here okay all right now a team with a lot more uh moving pieces and parts and and is seems to be the big buyer this truly the number one you know more than the yankees more than the red sox you hear more stuff about the astros making trades so here we are with the houston astros uh finished 84 and 78 very disappointing year um you and i both i think predicted them to win that division in 16 so uh they're all in 
Uh, they've already signed McCann. They've already signed Beltran. Um, of the big Josh Reddick, Josh mm-hmm. Reddick of the big three starting pitchers, who is most likely to go to Houston? Archer. Archer. The uh, I mean, they. What do they have to give up for Archer? Oh, they've got a lot to give up. Uh, I, I don't know what they've got to give, uh, but they have a uh, farm system that's ready at the top. They have. Uh, Beltran actually gives them a lot more flexibility than you would think, even though right. uh, the uh, but the uh, they have off they've been in pursuit of raised pitchers for some time, and it may not just be Archer, you know, they might Boxberger, get, yeah, uh, the um, because they really need a couple of pitchers, they you know, yeah, they have a, a lineup, and in that ballpark, you know, they can make it look like Colorado, uh, but. <laughs> Uh, it's like uh, fantasy baseball. I mean, things, uh, games or video games. Yeah. yeah, video games. Right. Uh, the um, trains going around and everything. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it is just an odd shaped stadium. I, I went to a game there many years ago. I uh, had a friend who lived in Houston at the time, and I mean, it's 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 got beautiful lighting because right. so many right. glass openings, but. It just you don't know what to make of it when you look at it from the outside. <laughs> it looks like a like a train depot almost. Yeah, so yeah. I guess that's appropriate. Um is there any chance they give up Bregman to make one of these super moves? They've already said they wouldn't do it for sale. No, then then that's significant. But is But there... that doesn't mean they won't. You know, they've said they won't. You know. I mean, uh supposedly the people that are in on sale, uh you know, the Astros are not going to give up Bregman. We're not going to give up Swanson. Uh, who's the other team? Uh, the Nationals are not going to give up Turner. Yeah. So, uh, you know, there there is a, there are certain people that are that are untouchable. And uh, whereas I would think there would be more people like Cora and Altuve and people like that that would be untouchable. But uh, but Bregman, I, they've said is. Yeah. Well, I mean, and I don't think they're going to get sale. I think sales going to be on the Nationals for the day's over. Right. And that's the buzz keeps building on that. Right. Um, OK, so assuming an archer, they get Chris Archer. Right. Um, what is the next pitcher that they should go after? Duffy. Duffy. Go on. That uh, he's would be a good third starter for them. Give them innings. Uh, he would not. He's kind of like a one year buy. Uh, I think sure. he's one year for he's on his free agent. Wouldn't cost that much. The Royals be willing to uh, give up him. Uh, you might uh, be able at this point. They, the Astros, have the the chips to where they could pull off, uh, get Duffy and Davis. That yeah. would be uh, you know they could do something, but I, I don't think that's going to happen. But I, I think Duffy would be the next pitcher for them to go after. Yeah, I think that if they get Archer, that they should they should. They don't pay me to make these decisions, thankfully, for all for all parties involved. But they should get Boxberg. They probably have uh, hacked into your uh, email oh, yeah. account. Yeah, they have. I got to check on that. I, I need to invest in the Astros firewall, right. um, Cardinals firewall. Um, but they should include Boxberger. I mean, they if they can package a deal, because then you have someone who could be their good third or fourth starter. Because, again, Colin McHugh had a better year than Keuchel uh, first half. So, I mean, he he showed a lot of promise there. 
So you get Boxberger involved with uh, Archer. Don't you have to trade a super prospect at that point? Oh, yes, I think so. But I don't think it'll be Bregman. Where do you think Houston finishes next year? Uh, it's too early to say. I mean, yeah. su- suppose Sale ends up with the Rangers. You know, uh, <laughs> right. they, uh, good point. You know, it's too early to say. Yeah, but they're playing for. They're, they're certainly playing, playing for, next for year. late yeah. in October. I mean, yeah. uh, they're not. Uh, <laughs> it is weird to think. I mean, they're the Astros of the last few years have been so young, but right. they just put on a lot of age. They they certainly did a lot of veteran leadership. I mean, Correa. Oh my God, he's only twenty two. Yeah, Altuve twenty six. Looking at some of these names, Bregman's twenty two. So, um, and you know they have not seen a full season of Bregman. That no. could just be the move there for them is let it play out. Um, right there with uh, um, who am I thinking of? The Indians. Uh, it'd be interesting to see what pieces they will be adding at the trade deadline. All right, so finishing above them, Seattle, which no one really thought that would happen. Um, they were 86 and 76. They were in it until the end of the year. And that was what a beautiful thing to see, especially in a year when Griffey Jr. goes to the Hall of Fame. Seattle enthusiasm for baseball. Right. Uh, King Felix, I've said this for years. I want to see him pitch in October, even if it's just the wild card game. So do they go all in as best as they can? They've been going all in for some time. Uh, now, what they traded, what's his name? The... Uh... Taiwan Walker, yeah. you're you're yeah. super, you're Cy Young pick from 2015. Right, you must uh, have been devastated to see him go. The, well, now he might actually pitch better. Who knows? Yeah, uh, the, we really wanted him here. The uh, or maybe just you did. Uh, I did. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, it appears they may be going after Tyson Ross. Uh, the uh, and they seem to be interested in old Dodger pitchers, Casimir you know, and <laughs> McCarthy. Uh, Fister seems to be of interest to them. I mean, they're looking for another starting pitcher. Uh, remarkably, because forever they couldn't find anybody to hit the ball, and now they're looking uh, for pitchers. Yeah, It's true. Um, and they made the first significant trade of the, uh, of the hot stove season of free agency. Um, what do you think about Segura? Like, how would you grade that trade overall and Segura coming back to Seattle? I think, um, I think Seattle got tired of waiting for Walker to develop. Yeah. I think that's just it. Yeah. And you know, they still kind of need a catcher. So that being said, I mean, Zanino was a, a, a project for, for years and years and years, um, do they go out and make a play for Ramos? You know, Ramos's name has not come up much unless I miss because no, he's still injured, right? You know, I mean, and uh, he's not going to be. Uh, you, you're right. I mean, the uh, what's the name? The guy that the Padres let loose is getting more interest, or you hear his name a lot more than you Luke do. Roy. No, I'm not, no, 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 no. Uh, the Padres let go. Oh, uh, right. What, what's his name? Wellington. Uh, oh, Wellington Castillo. Yeah, yeah. yeah right. He's. Uh, he's been a subject of more interest than has uh, uh, Ramos. Uh, I, I think the uh, I think Ramos will end up back with the Nationals. I think I just think the Nationals are going to pay for everything. Right yeah, because they still have room in the budget. But yeah, <laughs> but then that makes it, it, it for each. Each contract they bring on, that's one notch against being able to afford the stars and the moon for Harper. I don't think they're going to get. I don't think they have any intention of signing Harper. 
Really? Right. You think they've already is foregone conclusion? Right. Just try and win it now and then bid them farewell. Right. No? All right, then. I mean, they've got major salary you know, people already. They're the know. Tigers. They are yeah. the Detroit Tigers uh, National League. Right, right. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's a... That'll be an interesting. By the time we're talking about them, they'll have they'll have signed all of the free See, agents. I, I mean, again, I think I'm looking at uh, they have one of the best pitchers in the game, uh, yeah. without a doubt. Uh, they have another pitcher who could be one of the best pitchers in the game. Right. They've only got so many innings on their arms. They got to do yeah. it now. They've got to you know when, when Max Scherzer is the best pitcher in the National League. <laughs> Yeah, and Dusty Baker has no problem firing off all those bullets at once. <laughs> no, he doesn't. No, <laughs> he's, he doesn't. He's got a gun in each hand when it comes to his uh, starting staff and using his artillery. Well, as far as the Mariners getting a pitcher, I mean, you got you know King Felix and you've got Iwakuma both down years. By, by the way, you're talking about Harper too. No talk about it this year, but there's going to be a lot of t- – if he has a good season – this year bounces back. There's going to be a lot of talk about him being traded next year. Oh, certainly. You know. The, yeah, I mean, you know, he might be, um, he might be the the 2004 Carlos Beltran. Right. right. Yeah, I, I totally. I'm with you. I see that happening. Um. So, so two more things on the Mariners, unless you have some other stuff there yeah, too. Yeah. Um, where do they go for maybe another starting pitcher? Well, that's why I, I I think they're going to go to the Dodgers. To the Dodgers. Uh, I mean, uh, and I think they'll end up with either Casimir or McCarthy. Okay. And I think the signing of Hill perpetuated that somewhat. Okay. And then lastly, they're still obviously strapped by Robinson's Cano's massive contract. Mm-hmm. Any chance they move him? I don't think so. He had kind of a bounce back year last year. Uh, I don't. Um, and they don't worry as much about their offense anymore. Um, so no, I, I don't see, I haven't heard anything about Cano being moved. All right, then. Um, I'm really hoping that Seattle is a wild card team next year. I hope they're a contender first and foremost, but man, I want to see him in that wild card game and I hope it's in Seattle. I mean, flashbacks to 1995, that would be great. And finally at the top of the American league West is the Texas Ranger seemingly involved in all the big trade talks, uh, early on, but they have said that they are financially strapped. Right. And that they are not going to add a double E or uh, a Trumbo. Uh, I do think um, that they'd like to get Alex Cobb. Uh, I think that's in their sight. Uh, I think they would like to sign back Ian Desmond. That Desmond is producing a big hole in their team you know they got him for right. nothing uh right and and he's got to be kicking himself with the new cba about right. the qualifying offer just couldn't have played his hand any more poorly right. but but you know uh however you know they are also a team that i i they have made big moves yeah you know in the past and they've made them late uh, they don't make them at a time, you know, when they got Fielder, that was like, you know, uh, at a time when nobody thought Fielder was moving. Uh, and, you know, they got uh, Hamels, you know, in uh, I didn't see that happening, you know, him going to the Rangers. Right. Um, so, you know, they, they might be doing something 
uh, in January or whatever. Right. And, you know, they've got, <laughs> even at 38 years of age, uh, Adrian Beltran <laughs> is an elite player. Um, you say he's a, he's a lock for the Hall of Fame. I mean, or maybe uh, not a lock, know. but you think he's the next, I mean, he, he, he of, of the players that are near retirement, there's Ichiro, and then you think Beltran. Well, uh, Ichiro, I, I think, is a sure thing. Oh, I, yeah. I don't, uh, and I, I'd have to review that again if I'm going to say that uh, of people that are playing there. Uh, you know, Mickey's put put up some big numbers. Pujols, you know, has... Oh, he's uh, over 500 home runs. Right, and, I mean, so... Yeah, the productivity, uh, yeah. But, uh, so I, I don't know that I would say that Beltran is... I mean, he is. He has been. Uh, the years in Seattle, he was lost. Yeah, I and, agree. And uh, that ballpark killed him, you know, uh, offensively. So, well, with the, the ballpark adjustment stat, that's a better yeah, case for him. Right, right. Um, you know, Joey Gallo on a rehab year. You right. Darvish. We seem to say this every year about you Darvish. Yeah. Um, it, how much faith? Do you have in 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 you Darvish pitching a full season anymore? Um, I have got to the way Japanese pitchers are used in Japan, the amount of innings that they have to throw, and all of those amateur. Uh, um, I don't know what they're even the, called. Those uh, super tournaments, right? Which are uh, basically at the high school level, right? I mean, uh, the. Uh, Nomo is the only one I've known to pitch for a long time. Uh, the uh, you know, so I I I I loved Hugh Darvish when he was in Japan. Uh, speaking of the World Baseball Classic, you know, right? I, mean, uh, I was so impressed with him. But uh, I just don't have faith in, and I, I don't I don't mean that to sound racist or anything. I mean just the way that they're used when they're young. You know, <laughs> yeah. Japanese pitchers are a gamble. Oh yeah, and you know. I mean, he did it in his first two seasons. He had, uh, you know, close to two. Well, he had 190 innings in his rookie year. He had 209 the the follow up year, uh, which both years they went to the playoffs. Um, but then that dropped to 144 and 14. The arm surgery missed all of 15. So, um, but that said, he is 29, and uh, right. youth is youth. <laughs> so, it, it, I don't even know what that means, but I just said it. Um, you know, would they part with any of their? I mean, their their bullpen. They've said this is their prized resource. Right. So, do you see a scenario for? And what player would that be that they would part with some of those bullpen pieces? Um. Gosh, I don't see them parting with any of their bullpen pieces. <laughs> I really don't. In today's climate and everything, with the fragility of their staff, I uh, I see them holding on to their bullpen. Yeah. Yeah, you got Cole Hamels and you've got question mark. Right. Um, all right. Well, any other things to add here as we've come to the end of the American League in the hot stove 2016-2017? Uh, we've got to look at who the where the pieces land and everything, but who do you think is your outside favorite to win it all in the American League right now? The outside favorite? Or, or no, the, the, your favorite right at this point. Knowing that it's well, so. not just because they just did it, but I'm going to give it to Cleveland. I'm going to say that they're still my favorite to win the whole, you know, to win the pennant. Um, just because if Salazar and Carrasco come back and they're at strength, 
they they worked around not having Brantley. Um, and they uh, they don't have the competition that any other team does. Exactly. Well. Uh, I, I mean, I, they could, in theory, win 100 games, you know, and just run away with it. Oh, well, I will say that uh, they would be my choice to win a division over any team. In, yeah. Uh, I think they're a better chance of winning their division than the Cubs are of winning theirs. Uh, right, yeah. Uh, but uh, I still think the strongest team in the American League is Red Sox. It, yeah, <laughs> just as it looks, you know, going into yeah, 2017. I mean, uh, because yeah. you know they're going to add something. Yeah, they'll add whatever yeah. they need. <laughs> you know, that's right. cash strapped and Red Sox are uh, mutually exclusive. Right. Or they're uh, far away. From, they don't they don't date anymore. They don't even no, talk on the, the phone. The Red Sox are a premier league team. Yeah. And, yeah. and, you know, let's talk about the Cubs for a second, since we'll jump to the National League, you know, for the next podcast. They've lost their identity as the lovable losers, right? Now they have to live in a world where they're the superpower. And nobody likes that. No, nobody likes that. But they have a uh, a very likable team. Yeah, they do. And a very likable manager and everything. Maybe, maybe they'll just be too likable. Yeah. <laughs> well, they make baseball fun again. Yeah. You know, the Yankees didn't make baseball fun again for all those years. No. They just, you know, they just showed that they were the Yankees. So, and speaking of which, coming into home, uh, the Yanks are going to retire Jeter's number two. Does that surprise you at all? Uh, not at all. And his, he, <laughs> what, May? I mean, I'll tell you the surprising part is that they're going to wait until, what, May 23rd or something like that, uh, whenever. Uh, you know, I, I'm surprised it doesn't happen the first week of the season. Oh, uh, right, yeah. And, uh, well, they have to space out their attractions, right? So, uh, the uh, running out of numbers up there in New York. Yeah, yeah. Will A Rod get his number thirteen retired just to ensure no one else is number thirteen? <laughs> I don't see A Rod getting his number retired. No, <laughs> certainly no. not. All right. Well, Coach, thank you. Um, we will be back uh, for parts three and four, the National League. Or maybe we'll get it all in one. I don't know. But uh, uh, part one of the uh, hot stove tour, we had uh, the CBA and the American League East. Check that out. Thank you, as always, to everyone listening on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash running the bases. And you can find all of our podcasts on iTunes. Find everything running the bases at the website, runningthebases.com. Follow us on Twitter. Like us on Facebook. Leave your comments, your concerns, what you'd like us to talk about, what you'd like us to shut up about. Really open to all these things. So, Coach, the next time we see each other, the winter meetings will be over. Um, is there anything that you want to make a bold prediction of? Uh, is McCutcheon on a team, or does that linger past the meetings? Looks like it's going to linger on now a little bit. Yeah, it does look like that. What about what about the, the Braves? You know, it's just... Get a little Braves talk here while the meetings are still going on. Uh, they've already added three starters. I don't. Uh, I think. I mean, and they've added fifty million people. I don't know. Uh, right. You know, seemingly they signed somebody to a minor league deal. You know, some broken down somebody <laughs> right. to a minor league deal. Uh, I still think uh, every day, but I, I I still think they're going to get another catcher, even though they have three on the roster now right i i i think they would like to add a catcher but we'll see they're not going to give up much right now they should have a sign in the workout room for the braves that has how many days since the last tommy john accident (laughs) yeah 
So well, and they also need to have everybody on the team wear name tags. Yeah, exactly. Those are for sale, by the way. They had spring training jerseys for sale. If you ever wanted a a Doppelman jersey number eighty nine, I don't know. It was it was it was comical at best. So all right, well, this is a fun time of the year. Look forward to coming back and talking about the National League next week. So for Coach Jordan Bounds, I am Tucker Wells. This is. The Running the Bases podcast. We're coming into home and we're safe. Coach, you have yourself a good night. Good, sir. Good night.